The following message comes to you from the pulpit of Macedonia Primitive Baptist Church in Ackerman, Mississippi. We invite you to visit Macedonia Primitive Baptist Church for worship services every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. Macedonia is located at 11 Staten Road on Highway 15, five miles north of Ackerman, Mississippi. For more information about Macedonia Primitive Baptist Church, you may visit our website at macedonia-pbc.org. If you have your Bibles with you, turn with me to the uh, first psalm, first book of psalms. I don't know about y'all, but uh, there are a lot of things in this world that are depressing. I never uh, watch the news on television, never, never, and have not for probably close to 20 years. If I need to know something, I'll, I'll ask somebody else, or I'll, I'll catch a glimpse of it here and there, and I might ask a question. But I don't need enough, anything else to depress me while I'm walking through this world. The brother mentioned that the sun has come out, the rain has passed over us for a little while, and it's a beautiful day out there. I don't know about y'all, but there, you get around people, and the first thing they do, as soon as you say hello, the conversation immediately goes right down the tube because they start in on somebody cut them off at the intersection. Or they walk through Walmart and somebody didn't speak to them. And on and on and on and on, all the dreary things that they talk about. And then they never seem to think about, you know, the Lord bless me to get out of bed today. Yeah. I'm about y'all, but that's a great blessing in my yeah. life because it takes a little bit of doing for me to get to wobbling just enough I can throw my feet over and lift my, head, my shoulders up. It takes just a little bit of effort, but I'm thankful that the Lord gives that to me. And if you ever see me at home in the couch, it takes a whole lot more effort to get out of the couch. <laughs> so there's a lot to be thankful for. Here in the book of Psalms, in the very first Psalm, it addresses the fact of how, what kind of company we need to keep. What kind of company? Do you ever consider the people around you? He says here in Psalm one verse one. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. There's plenty of ungodliness in this world, and we need to do our very best to stay away from that part of the world. But I, I'm going to tell you, if you're going to live in this world, you're going to confront it from time to time. The question is, is what do you do to resist it? He tells us over in the book of James, if we'll draw nigh unto God. He'll draw an eye to us, and that we're to resist the devil, to resist him. So there's an effort that we need to make, and part of that effort is preparing our <laughs> minds, preparing our minds and the things that are on God. If you go, it's not hard. If you go over in the book of Matthew in chapter four, he gives us a the most perfect example. He's the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has been out in the desert, in the wilderness, fasting for 40 days. Y'all, I don't know about y'all, but I just, y'all might see me play with my phone a while ago. I got a new app for this glucose sensor on my arm, and I'm trying to play with it, make sure I stay right in line. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, I can't fast for about two hours, <laughs> and that's tough. <laughs> 40 days without food. I know how hungry I am when I come in at the end of the day. But our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ 
was tempted with something that most of us would just thrown down. We have another example. All you got to do is go back to the book of Genesis. There uh, we find Esau was out hunting. He's famished. He thinks he's nigh to death. He's so hungry. And he comes to his loving, caring, charitable brother. And he says, I'd give you anything if you just give me a little of that you're cooking there. You know, what kind of brother is it? He says, okay, give me your birthright. What are we going to do? We go give. That's the kind of people you want to be around, those that just want to take something from you all the time, especially in your worst condition. He was willing to sell his birthright for just a little bit of food. There he goes. <laughs> uh, for just a little bit of food. And we find that the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has been fasting for 40 days. Not just a few hours, 40 days. And the very first thing he's tempted with is something to eat. Now, uh, we see Esau, he's willing to throw everything away that he, he has just to get a little plate of food. Here's Satan, Satan tempts the Lord. He says, if you, if you be God, if you be the Christ, if you be the Messiah, if you be him, take these stones and turn them to bread. Now, here's the words for us to live by. We're going to be impressed upon by the world. They're always looking for places to stick us in the side, always trying to promise and always trying to do things to agitate us. He said, as it is written. If you don't know the word of God, how are you going to know how to respond? Or if you should respond, how are you going to know? We find over and over again that there are a group of people in the uh, New Testament that are referred to as the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the Herodians, the scribes, the lawyers, all of, and they were many times, all they were trying to do is just find ways to agitate the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. One of them was the Sadducees. And they came up and said, they introduced the idea that a man had a wife and then he died. And he had seven brothers and and he had no children, so each one took the wife in turn, and each one of them died, and finally the woman died. Y'all know the story. But it precedes that story of the Sadducees that were asking about the resurrection. They don't believe in the resurrection. The Sadducees don't believe in a resurrection. But they said, okay, whose wife is this woman in the resurrection? They're, saying, they're sitting there trying to find ways. Just stick them inside. You do err in the scriptures not knowing. That's the way many of God's people are today. We err in the scriptures because we don't know. So, if we're going to have a better outlook on life, if we're going to be able to face things in this world, what do we need to do? We need to learn more about what the scripture says mm -hmm. so that we're not brought down by those that are tossing every wind of doctrine back and forth. We need to be rooted and grounded in something. The truth, God's word. I'm going to tell you, there's enough ungodly people out there today that are trying to give you counsel based on what they think. And it's by this philosopher. You ever heard his name? He's a world famous philosopher. I bet somebody's going to talk about him today. His name is They Say, world famous. 
you get around people and say, well, you know, they say, y'all remember that uh, E.F. Hutton commercial back in the 70s? They were talking about my broker's E.F. Hutton and all things get quiet and everybody gets real attentive. Wouldn't it be great at the word, at the sound of the gospel, at the sound of the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that everybody got quiet and attentive instead of most people are just... Uh, <laughs> I, I kid Brother Fred Hawkins all the time. I said, Brother Fred, I've known you all these years. I've never seen you awake through a whole sermon yet. He says, Brother, I got trust in you. Just keep on preaching. <laughs> it's good to have people like that in your lives. Amen. Kind of prop you up and keep you going. But he says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. There's enough ungodliness out there to counsel us all day long, every day, and none of it's good. He furthermore, he says, nor standeth in the way of sinners. Now, we're all sinners by nature and practice, but he's talking about being in that way of sinners of those that just revel in it, just revel in sinning. They, go, they, they want to tell you about every detail they did last night down at the honky-tonk or behind whatever, and all the things they did, how drunk they got, how many uh, kisses they got, on and on and on. They're going to tell you about all of those things. And I'm going to tell you, in the society in which we live, it's very easy to get caught up in it. You don't have to revel in those things. All you have to do is turn on that little box in the front of your sofa. It'd take you about 10 seconds to find a show in there that's going to do the exact same thing. The exact same thing. Then, he says, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. And here that word scornful is, he's talking about those that people mock us. People that mock the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know there's a, and y'all have heard it, there's a big something going on up in Kentucky at a place called Asbury University. You know, I think it's wonderful that a group of people can get together and pray. And more and more are joining it every day. I think that's wonderful. I'm not going to say anything against that. Right. Nothing to detract from. I wish more of God's people would do that. But I pray they do it in not only sincerity, but they do it in truth. How are you going to know what the truth is? How are you going to know what the truth is? If you're walking in the counsel of the ungodly, if you're hanging around sinners, or if you're paying attention to the scornful, how are you going to know the truth if this is your activity, if these are the people that surround you, if this is your life, how are you going to know how to act? You know, over in the book of uh, 14th chapter of the book of 1 Corinthians, he tells us, he says, how are you going to be able to respond how are you going to know whether music is piped or harp? And if it is, how are you going to know how to respond if you don't know what's going on? Mm -hmm. The children of Israel, those who are sounding to the trumpets of silver, there was one sound that they were to get alert. There was one sound that they were to gather together. On and on, the different sounds that they were supposed to move around. And as battle goes, there are signals that are being carried on, and you need to be cognizant of those signals so you know where the battle is and which way you need to fight and all this, that, and the other. Guess what? 
We have the instruction manual right here. We have the instruction manual here. And not only that, it's good news. It's news to keep us prepped up. To be able to know how to fight off the things and the wear and tear of things of this world. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is our example. And the more we read about him and the more we study on him, the more that we see it, the how he is, are we also examples or examples of him? Does he shine forth in our lives? Or what shines forth in our life are the same things that we indulge ourselves in? Our communication is one of the most uh, vital things that we have. And what we utter that comes from out of this, this thing right here that's in the center right below your nose, Lord <laughs> the Lord says that the things that you eat with unwashed hands, they're not, those are not contaminated. It's what comes out of this thing right here that's right. contaminated. It's contaminated by those same things that we just talked about. Because we don't put on the first, we don't put on the whole armor of God, and we don't meditate on it. Notice the next thing he says right here. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. Meditate day and night. When you think about the word meditation, I've told this brother Ben many times, we talk quite often, and we talk lengthy. I said, Brother Ben, when you get on something, you take it and you just chew it and you chew it and you chew it. My dad talked about when they were young, they were very poor. Everybody else there was, and they all did the same thing. And don't start throwing up when I tell you all this. They had chewing gum. And they'd chew it, and when they got finished in the day, they stuck it to the side of the bed. And when they got up in the morning, they'd take it back and they'd start chewing it again. <laughs> me, I could never do that. It'd just make me sick. <laughs> but they were, they, that was what they had. They couldn't afford anything else. And they got every ounce of use out of it. When we chew on the Word of God, we need to get every ounce Amen. of Amen. benefit out of whatever it is. Right. Chew on it. Yes. Sleep on it. Night and day. Dream about it. There's a lot of better things, a lot worse things you can dream about than the Word of God, is there not? When your mind, when your mind starts working in those circles, those things start continuously re being refreshed and renewed. And he says, My, uh, um, his delight is in the law, <coughs> and his law doth he meditate day and night. That's what we need to do. Meditate more day and night. Study on this word. Consider his word. You know what he tells us over in the book, uh, in the Psalms, about 119th Psalm. I won't go over there and look at it. But he talks about his word, that it is sweeter than honey. Yeah. Solomon said in a riddle of these, what is sweeter than honey? And he talks about the word as sweet as honey, as sweet to the mouth. The word of God is sweet to us. To those who love God, to those who love God, it's one of the sweetest things that we have is the word of God. And we can, here's, here's one good thing about it. It's better than that bubble gum. 
right. You can chew on it, continue, continue, and you're never going to get the flavor out of it, and you're never going to get the use out of it. It's still going to be right. there's still going to be more flavor. It's going to be just as sweet when I start chewing on it at age whatever it is. If I live to be a thousand years old, it'll still be just as sweet. Now, when we start surrounding ourselves with those things, when we start meditating upon the Word of God, when we start getting our mindset on those things, the day seems so much easier and brighter. Let's take uh, Jacob. Jacob loved his wife. He loved Rachel. He, he, he bargained that he would work seven years that he might have Rachel as his wife. And when it come, what happened? He was switched and he got Leah instead. And then he entered into another agreement. He worked seven more years and he says, it's just but a little time. Yeah. Just a little time. You know, as we go through this world, our focus should be on the love of our life, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. And as we go through this world, if it be a hundred, ten, uh, uh, many hundreds or a thousand years, how sweet it is. How little a time it is that we have with the great God that loves us so much. That's the one that lifts me up. Now, I started out a while ago as the news of the day. Um, I think it was this past weekend. I, I don't know how I found out about it. I think it was through conversation, but somewhere in the United States, there were like 18 or 19 shooting fatalities in just two days. Just one after the other. Just bang, somebody got dead. Bang, somebody else. Bang, 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 bang. Terrible, terrible news. Years ago, there was a popular singer, Ann Murray, wrote a song. says, wouldn't it be good wouldn't it be good if nobody got shot last night? Wouldn't it be good if not a liquor store was robbed last night? Wouldn't it be good if nobody died in an auto fatality last night? What we need is a little good news. Brothers and sisters, we got more than just a little good news. We got more than just a little good news. I'm going to tell you, it all starts in heaven. And the best news I can give you today is that God rules and reigns. He's sitting on his throne. He's in control. And not only that, he's coming back. He's sending his son back with all his holy angels one day. And he's going to gather all the saints of God and we're all going to be ushered away to be with him forevermore. Ain't that great news? Amen. Ain't that the greatest news you can have? I pray that as we live here and as we meditate upon him, that it seems just like a little while. And he says here in verse 3, and he shall be like, talking about us, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaves shall also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Isn't it nice that you can look out and see the trees? It's, it's almost springtime. Did y'all know that it's 21st of March, it's springtime? Y'all probably don't know the, this riddle, but I'm fixing to tell you. 
and, and uh, come March 25th is the first day of spring. Does that sound, does that ring some ears at New Prospect? It's just about four weeks, or less than four weeks away. Y'all can ask me about it after I'll tell you. When you look around, as I was driving down, I kept looking at the trees that are beginning to blossom. Springtime is almost here. The newness, the renewness of life. Winter is gone by. You know, in the winter we suffered has not been too bad. Been a little wet. Thank the Lord. We had a dry year last year. Thank the Lord for the rain that we had. But not much snow and ice and all that. Great news from the God. But he says, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, a place that is set aside where we're going to be refreshed continuously by those living waters. We're going to be renewed day by day. That's what this word is. It's the fountain that we have that comes from him. What did the Lord say? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. I pray today that we will continue to chew on these things, meditate upon these things, pray on these things, and that they will continue to bloom and blossom and grow as we go through this world. God bless you. Amen. We thank you for listening to today's message and invite you to visit Macedonia Primitive Baptist Church for worship services every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. Macedonia is located at 11 Staten Road on Highway 15, five miles north of Ackerman, Mississippi. For further information about Macedonia Primitive Baptist Church, you may visit our website at macedonia-pbc.org.